0: This is All Things Podcast. I'm Brittany.
1: I'm Francesca.
0: And today, the mood is a little different than it
1: was last week. I don't know what we were on last week, but I just listened back. (laughs) (laughs) We were throwing inspirational quotes at. We were telling people (laughs) to live their best lives.
0: Well, and also just because the episode ended up... Well, our Generation Q season three dropped. The first episode dropped early. And we recorded... Like hours before the episode drops, we did, it, and our excitement was not like we were just like, Oh, like, cool, like, it's coming. Like, we weren't like we know, thought we had a whole other 24
1: hours, yeah. We thought we had 24 more hours,
0: yeah. And not to mention, like, we didn't want to get our hopes up, we just weren't sure
1: what was coming. But I will say that they delivered, they did, and I want to put on the record that I said that they were going to kiss in episode one. you did
0: i did there it is there it is
1: everyone um i just remember though that night like i was like about to go to bed i just turned my television off and i was just gonna snuggle and do my wordle yep and i see like a post from showtime and i'm like no (laughs) and i started screaming (laughs) and then i jumped up and i like just turned it on and i texted as many people as i knew that could have been awake and i called people and I just tried getting everyone to go and watch it ASAP.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I went to bed fairly early that night after we recorded, and then mm-hmm. woke up at like I don't know twelve forty five a.m. and just <laughs> checked my phone, and I saw they dropped the episode early, and it's this <laughs> like twenty thirty back and forth. <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin saying how <laughs> disappointed she was because Baby wasn't awake yet, and she didn't want to watch it without her. And how dare they! But I was like, oh, I'm up.
1: Yeah, I was like, I'm up and not waiting for anyone. So I'm yep. watching.
0: I don't have a blood oath with anyone to watch season three, episode one. We going.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just like I did promise my one friend I wouldn't tweet about it until she watched. So I had to wait to tweet about it, to tweet spoilers.
0: Okay, that's fair. But yeah. I didn't wait. there's no restrictions on my no and my activity, So <laughs> it was a great <laughs> episode, I think if I could give my number one criticism, it's that they continue to spend all this time on Sophie and Finley. Why?
1: Yeah, I don't, it's like they're trying to make it happen for us. And I feel like if last season, if they would have looked at our feedback, like we really, no one gives a shit about them. Like you can't say, like I've never ran into anyone who was like, oh, Sophie and Finley were my favorite couple on the show. Like they had at least four or five scenes. I mean, we're going to go through, but they had, Quite a bit of scenes, yeah, and screen time in episode one. For what reason? Like, no offense, but like, one of the 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 number one ship outside of like Tibet is Genie, and like, they only had two scenes together, and they both like they they weren't they were like not even a minute long. So what is like? I don't get where their heads are at with giving us the sin the Sinley the Finley Sophie shit. Like, no one cares.
0: I've never even seen like chatter on Twitter about it ever.
1: No one ever. I don't know where who's relating to them or what listen, I actually do enjoy the Finley storyline of like her recovering and like her getting better and like becoming a better person. Yeah. But like them together as a couple is so toxic. Yeah. And I don't think it's good for her recovery. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. they should have jumped right into a relationship. And then, I mean, it's been a year. Yeah. Finley was away. Finley was in rehab for a year. I, I don't know anything about rehab. So I didn't realize that that was like a year thing.
0: It's usually not that long. Um, in my experience, it's usually more like 30 days to 90 days. But she did mention that she lived in sober living. So she probably was oh. in treatment for a period of time and then moved to a, um, a sober living facility for a bit.
1: Okay, I, I forgot that she mentioned that.
0: Yeah, so that makes more sense. That does. Um, but yeah, the outline of the show was we do the the cold open with Valentina, yeah. and Tina and then mm-hmm. they jump ahead a year, which there was a lot of predictions that that was going to happen, that they were going to time jump. Um, yeah,
1: and I think they did it in a nice way. I, they did it in the exact way I thought they were going to. They were going to ignore the Alice and Tom stuff. They were going to ignore um Danny going to prison they were going to ignore so many things which I felt was just necessary
0: basically it was a new season with the same characters like just brand new brand new plotline. um we're just gonna act like none of the things that we talked about the very last episode season two finale didn't happen let's just scratch it off the board we're going with what we want to do
1: yeah the only thing that was consistent was Tibet
0: yeah would and you- Sophie
1: Finley and I guess Shane and Tess
0: but the way they I mean the last scene we saw of Alice was finding that engagement ring and then we don't hear anything she's just like a new person
1: but I don't think so much like I see but I kind of felt like they were going to do it where it's like we saw that kind of close out on the plane she was like nope not doing this like she was going to shoot it down and be like okay this is like that, that's done with that and then we see Alice just in a really, like in like a really chaotic state where she doesn't really know who she is or like what she's doing right now and like that's why she's dating someone who's like 24 26 or whatever right. and because I think she's just like lost as a person which I love Alice so much and whatever you know love is love but I as a, as a lesbian did not need to see her getting fucked from behind <laughs> right that that early into the episode oh man That was a lot for me to um take in as a as a lesbian personally.
0: (laughs) Well, why don't we jump in and do this in order? So, yes, Tina and Beth, we saw a a little snippet of the conversation that um they had. Season two ended with Tina at the door saying, asking if she could come in. Beth opens the door, says she's glad she's there. She um she asks Tina. Or no, Tina asks her, "Are you in love with me?" But that's when that's the last thing that we saw on the uh, yes preview. So then, that answers yes, and she says she's going to make it right with Carrie because Carrie and Tina mm-hmm. were on the fritz, and Tina says she was decent.
1: You can- <laughs> you when, when when you got to that part, you. You were so funny. You're like, did Tina really just call Carrie decent? Honestly. She was decent.
0: She was decent. Yeah. If anyone, if my husband would have ever described me to anyone as a reason they're marrying me is because I'm decent, divorce.
1: Yeah, like Tina was settling. Tina was just settling for someone nice because she can't be alone. But she was alone for a year. So congratulations to her
0: we're really happy for for tina we're really happy for tina and bet and their year that they took off um and so tina reveals that she's also in love with bet she can't be with carrie because she's in love with bet too oh
1: it's just so exciting
0: she says i have loved you my whole life
1: (sighs) and then bet and then bet like looks to the sky swallows her tears and goes I've loved you my whole life. Yeah.
0: And it's very much vibes of um, when Jody found out that that was cheating and Kit's talking to Beth and Alice and Tina talking to Tina. So there's there's very much a parallel there in what they say.
1: Yeah. And it's, yeah. And I just, I do love, I think it's so, real quick, I think it's so interesting how like the trailer cut the scene where it looks like obviously we knew something was missing and it just looks like tina marches out because bet can't say anything but obviously that's the complete opposite like bet says what she says and then i do love what tina says though next where she goes i you just-, just have a oh, oh. no you, you could say because you know it i I, don't- <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it properly so you could go go and I said, say i it.
0: just i just wish you were fucking better at it
1: meaning she wishes that bet was better at showing tina how much she loved her and I think Bet's problem with loving Tina is, I think that Bet thinks that she's gonna hurt her when she loves her. Like Bet thinks gone. loving Tina is is hurtful. Yeah, because I think Bet still doesn't always think that she could be the person Tina needs her to be. So if Bet loves her, but can't be the hundred percent perfect person person that she thinks Tina wants her to be, then that's still hurting Tina because she's only half showing up.
0: Yeah, Bet very much thinks that she needs to hit it out of the park 100 out of 10 in every area of her life.
1: Exactly. Work,
0: parenting, being a wife, being a friend. And she tries very hard. But that's, that's where like a lot of her, her downfall comes from is because she wants to be everything to everyone. Yes. And she can't, That's not realistic for anybody.
1: No, she can't be 100% of everything.
0: No. So Tina storms out, Bet yells fuck, we jump ahead a year. And that is when we get to Francesca's favorite scene where Alice <laughs> is being fucked from behind. And the general Zer says that he wants to fuck her clone.
1: Yeah, something like that. Or he wants to watch her get fucked by someone. There was a lot happening. I will say um, I go to the bars on Friday to watch it live, um, like to watch it with people. Um and I watch it outside. So just imagine that a gigantic screen is be- is playing on the streets of New York in the West Village. And it's Alice being fucked. And it is loud. And people are walking by, like walking their dogs. And we're all sitting there <laughs> watching this. Like it's just like porn on the streets.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> Casual. Um, yeah, you went to the event on Friday. Yeah. Apparently you just missed Jordan Hall there because she was
1: I didn't miss Jordan. I saw her. Like I saw her many times. I just wasn't going to go up to her and introduce myself.
0: Well, hello. <laughs> that would have been the perfect opportunity to ask if she wanted to come on the podcast to talk about her moms.
1: I'm not an opportunist like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did meet non-intern though,
1: social did media meet-
0: manager for L Word Showtime.
1: I did. I did meet non-intern Bestie. So that was fun. She is delightful. Um, she's so sweet. And yeah, she says that she has a lot of exciting stuff coming for us. Um, some behind the scenes stuff and some other little things. Um, and she's just really excited to be like here and she does love the show. So I know there was like rumors going around that she wasn't a fan. She actually is a fan of the show. She's a huge genie fan. She likes Tibet. Um, but yeah, so she's really sweet. I have a photo with her too, but I didn't feel like posting that because that's gonna. Kinda- i did not want to invade her privacy with it but we definitely we took a selfie and they sent it to some people so cool and And they also gave out um sunglasses that was the merch that they gave out this week was a pair of sunglasses so we'll see what happens next week
0: they're gonna do one every week
1: they're doing yeah it's every week um at the same bar yep Mm -hmm. okay and that's where it's at henrietta's henrietta's on hudson in the west village so from this this week I don't know if they're going to do it the same way every week but this week it was from six to seven I mean six to eight and they started the episode at seven o'clock open bar $25 wristbands to get in and stuff it was really organized this year and um it was good cool um if you're there come say hi to me (laughs) um
0: the next scene that we see is Shane and Tess at home with Tessa's mom. Tessa's mom has moved in with them. She has MS and dementia. She also has a nurse that comes in to the house to help take care of her. They're talking about this big event, which is a huge part of the show, which is a huge part of the episode, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, this Las Vegas themed event to raise money for MS. I think it's MS. Is it MS and dementia or just MS?
1: I think it's just MS. Yeah. doesn't matter.
0: So... Yeah, what are your what's your take on chess this season?
1: I, they're not as cringy as they were last season. I felt very they felt very cringe to me in some way last season. Yes, yeah. but you do see in that scene, and I think it was portrayed perfectly. Shane is going to spiral because Shane cannot be domesticated. Yep. Shane yep. does not like that responsibility. Shane likes being Shane and doing what Shane wants to do. Shane does not want to be counting pills and like making breakfast for people. That's why Shane doesn't have kids. Yep. Um, and I think that's going to take a toll on their relationship. Yep. And I think Tess wants, wants it all with Shane. I think she even says that at some point in the episode, she wants it all. And I don't think Shane is really ready for that. I don't think Shane's ready for any type of responsibility. And to be honest, I hate, and then I, in general, I hate when people are like, well, people need to step up. People shouldn't have to be forced into responsibility if they don't want it. It's obviously true. it's one thing if you get pregnant and yada yada like you do do what's right for like the child but like even if that means giving it up for adoption that's a very viable option mm-hmm. but i think people and i think people are going to be like well why can't shane just not be shane why can't shane just step up but some people aren't like that
0: yeah i, I do wish that somewhere along the way she could find a a a possible route to managed to be faithful. Cause I think that's yes. where they're going to go this season is that she's going to be unfaithful to test. yeah Um, but I do agree with you with that. Like not everybody's life is cut out to be the way we think it should, or the way society says that we should. And she shouldn't be forced into wanting to do things that she's not comfortable with, or that she's not ready for, but she also has the tendency to overcommit and underdeliver.
1: Yep. And people please. She did it for tests. She didn't want to lose tests. So she said, well, our mother's moving in with us. She signs up for that responsibility. And then now can't really hold up her end of the bargain emotionally. And it yeah. also seems like they're having a dry spell. They're not having sex. Yeah. So,
0: and she did it with her ex-wife. She committed with the with the child. And then when, when she missed, when her wife miscarried, um, she said she didn't want to try again. Yeah. So Um, next scene is the 30 of the 90 seconds that we get of Jeannie this episode, (laughs) which I saw a tweet that made a lot of sense. So Danny's character being so offended that Gigi is going to ask Nat if they can move in together is not really like her
1: no it's not it's right it's like out of character
0: and it's yeah that's that's pretty much what that scene is is just them Dan- about,
1: would never daniella would never
0: yeah this i'm talking about moving in together and then Gigi says she needs to talk to nat and the whole vibe changed
1: yeah i am curious to see where it goes though because in trailers we do see maybe Gigi and Nat kind of getting back together we see our uh, we see Danny very upset in some instances so I'm curious but I think Danny Danny shouldn't I don't like the way that they wrote Danny for that because in general no one should be upset that their girlfriend who has two kids needs to talk to the ex-wife about moving in because that means the kids are moving in with you too for half the time like it's a big step and there is, I believe, that there is an age gap between Gigi and Danny, and I think you know that's a, it's a big responsibility. Is Danny ready to be a stepmom? Is Daniela ready? She can't even choose a career. Is Daniela ready?
0: Yeah, because she's like what the auction girl or the money. She's the an money event. Editor? She's an
1: event planner now.
0: Right, right. She
1: went from you know PR PR for a big company for her dad to v, to CEO of the company. Oh, to Bet's PR person, to CEO of a company, to an event planner. Cool, Daniela Nunez events.
0: <laughs> All right, next scene. We're at college with Angie. Um, we did see some previews of this scene. That uh, it's we it suspected that this was going to be the first time that Tina and Bet had seen each other since something happened, and we were right. It had been. I think it was the first time they saw each other. It's kind of what they alluded to.
1: Um, it's not the first time they saw each other in a year because Shane makes a mention to Alice that going on college visits doesn't count as talking.
0: Yeah, right. So right. they
1: obviously did like stuff with Angie, but they did not have any conversations about themselves. So.
0: Yeah, and Bet was going through her year of growth. So she was real busy.
1: Yes, Bet was, was cool. growing as a person. <laughs> yes,
0: so Gigi's or Gigi. Um, Gigi's not moving into college. No. Uh Angie is. And mm-hmm. uh, Tina arrives first. Alice and Shane are already there. And then Bet shows up in her Tesla.
1: Slow. It's the it's a it's high comedy. Bet is slowly driving her Tesla. It's in slow-mo. Uh Tina is b- taken away by Bet's beauty. Bet is looking at Tina and all her beauty. And then someone we Bet and everyone's scared for their lives that that's gonna like rip this person's head off but out of to everyone's surprise and delight bet gets out of the car and like hugs this girl and is like it's okay you need to lead with compassion (laughs) it was so jennifer it was disgusting (laughs) it really was
0: (laughs) and then when she approaches tina tina's like wow i'm surprised that you didn't bite that girl's head off and she's like well we're all gonna die
1: yep what (laughs)
0: it's just not at all what we anticipated would happen
1: no not at all
0: um and so uh angie let's see cut ahead
1: yeah so then they're moving in alice and shannon like we're not going to be weird it's a little weird and then do they go right into the dorm room, or did they no. cut to Finley? Did they cut to Finley and and Sophie again for the hundred yeah. fucking time?
0: Yeah, they cut to like, <laughs> Sophie panicking that maybe Finley will want her own room, and
1: um, oh, and then we find out Micah wants to propose to Maribel.
0: Yep, and then what Finley a fucking comes, year, Jesus! Yep, Finley comes in and says. Is there any other information that comes out at that time? That's when they find out that, oh, Finley tells Sophie that she needs to tell her something. And this is when she starts her- um,
1: Forgiveness train?
0: Yeah, there's a specific name for it.
1: Yeah, which I think I was very beautiful. I think the letters that uh, that Finley read to everyone were really, really sweet and well done. Yeah. But- what? Uh... I could have sworn that last season in Spanish, Maribel was saying that she was moving to San Diego. And I'm like, what happened to that?
0: She was making amends. She was she was making amends. Oh,
1: that's what they- Yes, making amends.
0: Um, again, okay, so yeah, that's a good point. We, no, this is not lining up from last season.
1: No. It was said in Spanish with no subtitles, but people who speak Spanish know that Maribel said that she was moving. Again. You can't get it past me, Showtime. You can't get it past me.
0: Um. Uh, yeah. So Finley apologizes to Sophie, and then then we cut back to the dorm scene, and.
1: <laughs> Bet and Tina's Tina. <laughs> Tina's hung up on the hangers. <laughs> Beth's trying to give away money. Tina does give her yeah. twenty bucks.
0: Yeah. Well, I have cash.
1: And then Angie's just like
0: forcefully trying to kick them out of the dorm because Jordy's going to be coming over. Mm-hmm. And then runs out of the dorm and says that she loves her moms and gives them a hug. And of course, Bet's crying because that's what she does.
1: Uh
0: Um, And Tina, who earlier in the episode said to Shane, I'm so sorry that I can't come to the fundraiser, but I'm going to write you a big check. Asked Bet if she's going to the fundraiser. Bet says, yes. Tina says, then she asked Tina if she'll be there. And Tina says, yeah, I'll be there.
1: Which brings us back to Honey Honey when Bet wasn't going to um what's her name's party finds out tina's going and then shows up
0: Kroll, um phyllis phyllis Kroll, yeah the dean how did you remember the last name? <laughs> i don't know i know someone with that last name maybe that's why
1: um, um
0: so then we're then we're at the fundraiser and this is put on by danny nunez um events Perfect. is that yeah, we're going with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all proceeds go to MS. Um, they're doing an auction. This is when Tina finds out that but Pet and Pippa are actually friends now. And Alice explained that she apologized to Pippa because that yes. was home with her in the previous well, that
1: was a jump scare mm-hmm. thinking that Bet and Pippa are still dating. Yeah. Yeah. stressed me out for a whole three minutes for all three minutes
0: um and then bet comes in and tina and bet have this this you know normal like <sighs> like they haven't known each other for 30 years sort of exchange and Bet looks so
1: scrumptious
0: like i mean they both look really good in this scene
1: i know but bet's arms were exposed in that back <sighs>
0: <laughs> um Micah's talking to Danny about how he's going to propose. Um, Maribel is telling Sophie that her and uh, Finley are very toxic, which finally someone said it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Am I keeping you from something over there? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Guys, Francesca has been texting like this entire episode. So if it sounds like I'm having a conversation with myself, I basically am. <gasps> that is
1: not true. I am responding. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on.
0: Meanwhile, I have my phone on do not disturb, but that's beside- i sorry the that phone. I'm
1: popular. I, I have not. Okay. I have not been feeling well and people are checking in to make sure I'm still alive. Okay. Continue.
0: <laughs> Maribel tells- Sophie, that her and Finley are toxic. And to that I say amen.
1: Well, I said that at the beginning of the episode. I already called them toxic.
0: Yeah, no, but I said finally someone in the show says it.
1: Oh, okay. Finally
0: someone's pointing out the obvious here.
1: Sorry, I was texting.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're paying attention. (laughs) Finley apologizes to Shane and Tess. She gets her job back, but I don't know if that's the right move.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think working in a bar is really a good thing to be doing. Like did no one put that together? Yeah. I don't know. That was a bad idea. And also like health engineers, like get a real job. If you're a
0: bartender, you are you do have a real job, but Finley does need a girl. No,
1: I didn't know. I I didn't mean <laughs> it like that. I bartending is a real job, but Finley needs some sort of like But Finley working at the bar, this is what I meant by it. Finley working at the bar for Shane and Tess, Finley got like a free pass to go do whatever the hell she wanted most of the time.
0: And she was working on Alice's show before this.
1: So, yeah, so it's like you have PA experience, like go work on Alice's show again or go work on a different show. Like you were a great assistant, be Alice's assistant again. That was funny. Yeah. So,
0: and then of course, we introduced this new character with Shane. Oh, Ivy yeah Ivy cool because that's what we need in the show is another new fucking character
1: I know there's too many characters so Ivy is a makeup artist from Alice's show that Shane and Tess were using as a thing to auction off to get a free makeover and now it seems to be that Shane is going to fuck Ivy at some point because Ivy is beautiful and um I've lost the other word, but yes, to and Temptate, oh, but Ivy also did something for Shane. She showed Shane, um, her, Shane's old, um, hair creams and stuff like, mm-hmm. and products. And I think that sparked something in Shane to get back into like a passion of hers. Cause I think, I think with her taking care of Tessa's mom now, she's losing a part of herself and she's just working and taking care of and being domestic, but what is her true passion? Apparently it's, it's, um, hairstyling, which we, we we know is true but we never really saw it yeah even in the original series it never made much sense no
0: it's clear that Kate Benedict is not cosmetology um yeah cosmetology is not a passion for her
1: (laughs) no no it's hard for
0: her to even act like it is I feel like
1: yeah
0: um so Next scene is bet and Tina talking about Tina having to go back to Toronto. She's in her ninth season of the show that she's working on. She's referenced Laurel has referenced in interviews before that, or Jennifer, that this show is like the Game of Thrones, like big time. And they're just having cute little banter. It's very sweet,
1: very soft.
0: Yes. And Shane and Alice are kind of like, you know, from the sidelines, like, look, like watching them, um, you know. Because they know what's coming. They know that they're going to, they know that like, yeah, they knew this conversation that Tina and Bette have at the end of the episode. Like they knew that they were eventually going to have some, at some point break off and go on their own.
1: Yeah. And I think even though like a year had passed and we hadn't seen them like do the work, I feel like this episode gave us enough information to know that they did the work. And that's why they're in a good spot that they could actually get back together. Yeah. Like it's, I, some people are like, it feels rushed it only feels rushed because we didn't see the year of growth. Yeah, But if you really sit there and think about it, it's like, oh, wow, no, they did the work. And now we're seeing them at the end of that time where they can get back together.
0: Yeah. And then we see Alice and her new boyfriend, the general Zer, and and uh, Finley comes up and um, says hello to Alice. And Alice tells her to stop Venmoing her weird amounts of money. And Finley says that she's going to keep doing it until every dime is paid off it sounds like Alice contributed to most of her um paying for most of her you know rehab and sober living experience that she had for that year then
1: we cut to Danny well we remember um, that sorry during the um during the intervention Alice said that she was going to pay for the whole thing mm -hmm. so um
0: then we cut to Danny um who is confronted by Finley and that does not go well
1: no that was actually terrible and i know a lot of people are going to hate danny for it and don't hate danny because you know what danny's still allowed to have some feelings about all of it and also you're bombarding danny at a work event yeah it wasn't appropriate no it wasn't a good time like try again try again yeah
0: yeah and danny doesn't have any interest in talking to finley she's not there yet i don't know if she'll ever be there um and danny shares with Tess that they've you know raised a bunch of money and it's still early in the night and then Sophie and Finley are talking and they go play, I don't know, fucking horse, strip, horse, strip ball so somewhere down needed. the street.
1: Again, you not- get,
0: why am I seeing these two on my screen so much? Is this unnecessary?
1: Yeah, and then like, Sophie's like, take me home. And I, I think Finley did a good job of being like, no, I'm not ready. Like, I think I need to go to a meeting. Yeah. We
0: see this exchange between Ivy and Shane again, this temptation where, you had mentioned before, like Ivy is showing her that she still uses the product and uh-huh. had to like buy it for super expensive on eBay. And she wants Shane to like give her some tips or do her hair or something. And they have yeah. this like, flirtatious sort of exchange, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then we get to one of the best scenes of the, of the episode is when um, Bette auction offs her Kiki Smith piece from. Yes. Tina and Bet's West Hollywood house, and Tina did not know. No one knew that Bet was going to do that except for Tess. No, yeah. And she, they start the bidding at five hundred. They make it up to a thousand, and Tina buys the piece for ten thousand.
1: Yes, because she doesn't want anyone to have a piece of them.
0: Yeah, because
1: to her, that that piece of art is is their whole relationship. Is them yeah it, it signal it signif. it signifies them as a couple. yep, which is true.
0: And afterwards, Tina asks if she wants to get out of there and before she can even finish,
1: finish the, the sentence. sentence,
0: which is another parallel back to that same scene at at Dean Kroll's house.
1: <laughs> at Phyllis's house. Yes.
0: Yes, <laughs> lots
1: of good foreshadowing. and they the way Bet says yes oh my god
0: <laughs> yes um oh. Alice breaks up with her boyfriend no one saw that coming
1: Tess asks Shane to buy the building next door to like have like another baby which I think is they're going to do and it's going to turn into a hair salon yep which I think we all can tell and then that's probably where like the sliding on the floor of Finley and Shane comes from they're probably that's what they're looks like they're renovating so. oh
0: sure sure so finley leaves sophie to go to a meeting then we cut to angie geordie very rudely comes to her dorm to break up with her
1: yes um which you know what i'm happy they broke up move yeah, on I, angie move on yeah.
0: It was just rude of her to wait until she was like at the dorms to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't weird. support Jody or Jordan in this house. How about that? I don't support Jordy. I don't support a Jody. <laughs> I don't support any of the Joes. I'm just putting it out there.
1: <laughs> None of the Jos.
0: None of the Jos. Angie kicks her out as she should and uh, we see this kind of like Finley talking at the meeting about Her experience that day and how she doesn't think some people will ever forgive her like danny
1: i Uh, really do love her like monologue at the um meeting
0: yeah so do i i think it was a good way to end the episode
1: me too i think it was good because i think it i think it adds to a lot of different characters in a way too
0: yep micah asked maribel to marry him she said no she said no. She says she wants to have a baby, though.
1: Well, that's going to be an interesting road.
0: Alice changes her settings to <laughs> date older folks not <laughs> in the young range of in the lower 20s. Um, yeah, as you mentioned before, Shane is like looking at her old products at the end of the episode, her old hair products. And then we're left with this very strange sort of ending with Gigi and Danny, uh, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what did Gigi and Nat talk about when they talked about the moving in together?
1: One one thing I was gonna say is like, I, for some reason, thought Gigi was gonna be like, I slept with Nat. Like (laughs) I thought, or like Nat was gonna appear somewhere. I was like, why does it feel like Gigi's like about to confess something? Right. Finley comes home.
0: She climbs into bed with Sophie. Someone named Dre texts Sophie and says, you up.
1: Mm. We find
0: out of the next preview that the preview for the next episode that Sophie did in fact sleep with someone when Finley was in um treatment, which which tracks, right? Because Sophie's yeah. fucking problematic. And why wouldn't she sleep with someone else while her girlfriend is in, you know, fucking
1: treatment? Sophie's a notorious cheater, and Sophie's the type of like and Sophie's uh, a worse cheater than Bet because Sophie cheats without uh bet cheated with remorse and cheated because it was a way of her controlling having control of her situation not that it, that means it's good but so if he just cheats we just fucks yeah. people and like just cheats on people
0: and just doesn't no we need to leave and come back so we have some
1: yeah tea. so we're going to talk about the big moment when we get back from this from this break
0: bet and Tina. Are at Bet's house, they're chatting about Bet reconnecting with her mom.
1: Which I was so excited about because, like, I just wanted to see it. I thought they could make a whole season about it, like Bet trying to find her mom. But apparently it was very easy for her to find her mom. She knew where she was the whole time. Yep. <laughs> her mom wasn't dead.
0: And she went back to the silent retreat and she followed all the she rules did. and she stayed the whole time. And Tina was obviously so very proud of her. And she says, I told my mom all about you and Angie and Tina says- The whole epic story. The whole story. And she says, the whole epic story. It's a very sweet moment. Of course, then Tina wants to dart out of the house because that's what Tina does. Well, she wanted
1: to do it because she felt the tension brewing and she was like, wait, maybe that's not right. Like, I, you know, she's like, maybe we're not ready for this just yet, but their hands are touching. They're just-
0: they stand up.
1: And Beth was not letting her leave without a kiss.
0: Nope. Beth nope. grabs her hands. She kisses her hands. Another parallel to season five when she kisses her hands before she leaves the house after the honey, honey scene. Um, yeah. Hi. Sorry, my dog is just begging for attention right now.
1: <laughs> hi, Graham.
0: <laughs> I know, Bob. I know. So, um, they start to make out it's beautiful it's it's <laughs> it's just wonderful they did such a good job with that scene um i thought it was perfect i thought i was nervous that it wasn't going to live up to the hype that everybody was hoping it would um but i think they did wonderful
1: their little dyke asses can i say that word on the podcast i guess so their little dykey asses saying jennifer jennifer bet we could, it's up for interpretation who <laughs> was saying this it goes hello while they're kissing mid kiss and then tina laurel goes hi and it's like are you fucking kidding me they were saying hello and hi again to they're each other? so gay my god they're so gay you know that was not written in the script you know fucking jennifer <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't I've uh, not really actually freaked out about it so you're getting in your silky you get to see my face while I do it but
0: and here's what I'll say Jennifer has been acting like she did not take any sort of hiatus after L Word the original L Word series I'm sure for Laurel it was a little nerve-wracking to have an intimate scene again on screen because she didn't have one at all with Carrie B supposedly they kissed but they just pan off away <laughs> from i didn't even see the smooch so um and especially when the sex scenes comes i mean we're gonna see laurel in all her glory again and i can't wait but i'm sure there there had to be some nerves do you know being it's one thing to come back to acting after all those years but then to come back and do an intimate scene
1: good for her she delivered god you saw the gay enter back into laurel's body that tweet got like 800 likes on it <laughs> the, people, the people know
0: yeah you've had some hit tweets you really have
1: I have I haven't had a hit tweet in a few days though and I'm, my my follower count has just been dropping so I don't know I, I think I'm on someone's on some in someone's burn book I guess <laughs> my voodoo doll is being stabbed for having an opinion
0: Oy vey. Mm-hmm. um Angie walks in on her mom's
1: and says <sighs> so good you have to be fucking kidding me.
0: Which is the same thing that there's another parallel, the same thing that says in the elevator in uh mm-hmm. season five. There's a lot yeah. of parallels. I haven't looked at who the writer was writers were for this episode, but I am I am forced to believe that there is some overlap from the original series. Somehow, some way I don't know if Eileen had an input. Somehow there just seems to be so many parallels.
1: I think they just brought on like new queer writers and I think these are people that are like maybe like your age or a little bit older and they were just fans of the show.
0: Could be. Yeah. yeah. Very well could be. But I think that they are doing a great job of like like giving credit where credit is due and like coming like yeah. very very like sweet and deliberate parallels.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So next episode <sighs> is the gallery episode. We're going back to the yeah. gallery.
1: And they're officially, like, dating again. Like, they're together.
0: We've never seen a dating Tibet. We've only seen, like, very serious early motherhood Tibet, basically married Tibet, jumping right back into being very serious Tibet. We've never seen them dating.
1: And I think we're going to see them dating. And, you know, there's a lot of speculation around the trailer. We saw a car accident. We know, spoiler alert, we we saw photos of Gigi, you know, in an ambulance. Um, but it does look like Tina... The, the trailer setting up to look like Tina gets hit we know Jennifer's running to Tina in this episode but we also know that Shane Alice, and Angie are cheering for her so why would she be cheer- why would they be cheering for her if she was running to Tina after a car accident we know <laughs> Tina has to leave to get back to the back to Canada there's so many moving parts like it's hard to tell what it is and what isn't going to happen but we definitely know there's a car accident we know Beth runs to Tina and we know they're dating at the Gap
0: There's been some chatter on the web about.
1: Chatter on the web.
0: There's some chatter that (laughs) apparently Bette and Tina will only be in four episodes this season.
1: I don't believe it.
0: Here's the thing. I might believe that with Tina because that's how it's been historically. She hasn't been in every episode. She's been in a handful, usually about half, right? That's usually how it ends up season one and two. But Bette Porter... Not being in, if, especially if this is her exiting season, which that's some other chatter that's going around. <laughs> what? Beth Porter wouldn't be in every episode. She's literally number one. Jennifer Beals. It's L word generation Q. Jennifer Beals, number one.
1: I don't know if I could watch the show without Jennifer in it. I, I, and I don't say that because I don't like the other characters. Like I just don't, it wouldn't feel the same without Beth. It wouldn't be the L word without Beth bet is the l word jennifer is the l word
0: yeah we'll see
1: i don't know we'll see i think what's to come yeah it also bothers me that some of the episodes start with a q but and that's apparently like oh she's not in the one but if she's not in the ones that start with a q that's only not it just doesn't make sense Mm. it doesn't make sense
0: the math ain't
1: mathen the math ain't mathen and like obviously like if the rumors are true whatever like then they're true but I shouldn't have to sit here and believe them just because someone says so like I rather just find out as I find out and if it is true I'm just gonna be really upset like I'm actually gonna be heartbroken
0: I'm gonna be heartbroken and I would imagine that if it is true especially that Jennifer is leaving the show that she would have she would have exited in a very eloquent way and we have to kind of find out with these like weird speculation type rumors I'm just it's not the vibe
1: yeah and I, I don't vibe. like people saying like oh when she was at that thing in San Francisco like she sounded like she was leaving if she said like then she would have just said it she wouldn't be talking in codes and riddles I think people need to calm down we just don't just know enjoy yet. we just don't know and I think like getting really upset about it and like crying about it when we don't actually know is not helping
0: it's not that's really no not. So, but
1: but yeah that was the episode I, I nine out of ten for me
0: yeah i thought it was great so 10 out of 10 for the tibet scenes i'm all in
1: yeah very very interested in that
0: i'm very much hooked i'd love to just go through and rewatch every tibet episode again every tibet scene from the original series on again just because i'm back i'm back baby
1: <laughs> yep you're back you were My- you were gone. <laughs>
0: I was gone in the weeds for a while, but I'm back. (laughs) Yeah, No, but it was cool to like see the excitement of everyone because Uh finally we get some good fucking news for once.
1: For once.
0: I mean, we have been struggling.
1: It was hard enough
0: finding out that like Laurel Holloman wasn't coming back to the reboot and then Laurel Holloman comes back for the reboot and then and then Tina's fucking engaged the audacity then tina didn't go the, to the kid's funeral in what universe
1: i know well we just, have to blame the writers for that we got to blame the writers for that
0: just a lot of heartbreak it's been a lot of just disappointment
1: yeah but we're here we're back baby
0: we're back of course she's in love with that that's love of her life exactly what is the what is, it, what is it what does she say in the dinosaur episode
1: first first last uh, for first last forever
0: yeah if they say that again i'm gonna die
1: <sighs> they they said it once and they never said it again and it was the best fucking line that we all hold on to like if we were still in like 2000 and like like if it was still OTP Tumblr 2012 giving <laughs> tags, their tag would be OTP first, last forever. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh,
0: what a time to be alive though. I'm so happy. Exactly.
1: All right, so what is today's manifestation positive affirmation that we're ending the episode with? <laughs> All right, I'm going to come up with one on top of my head. Um, I am... Grateful for Tibet kissing in such a milky way. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, you are a star, you are a sunshine star. Keep on shining, keep on growing. You are a sunflower.
0: This is there's one I I
1: gotta (laughs) go wrong.
0: Okay, focus only on what you want to attract in your life.
1: I like that. So, everyone, focus on only what you want to attract in your life.
0: Period. If that
1: it. yeah, if you want if you want to attract a MILF into your life, focus on it. If you want to attract happiness, focus on it. Positive vibes only, babes.
0: And we'll see you um for episode two.
1: Yep, see you for episode two. Bye.
0: Bye.